Hey everyone, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Glap. Of course, it's me, your host, Paolo. And tonight's episode is going to be very uh, interesting because we have someone here who's a, you know, a big advocate when it comes to cannabis uh, legalization here in the Philippines. So, you know, as most of us know, uh, cannabis in the Philippines is still very much illegal in all aspects. But he's here to talk about why it's important and... You know what are the benefits of it whether it's you know for your health for the economy of the country and you know uh things like that so before i continue i'd, I'd like to thank our sponsors for this episode so i'd like to thank derm nature uh swagat indian cuisine and mask and more uh, mask and more manila so our guest for today he is an attorney so he is a drug policy reformer human rights advocate and he also became cannabis lawyer Canna Legal PH and the current chair of Medical Medical Cannabis Party or MedCan Party, the first uh, medical cannabis political party in the country and Asia, by the way. So welcome to Igla for the very first time, Attorney Henry Enahe. Uh, hi, Henry. Hi. Good hi, good yeah. evening. Uh, good evening, Paolo and to all uh, the listeners. And uh, thank you, uh, Igla and Paolo, for uh, having Great. It's awesome having you. So before we continue, no, Henry, um, you know, you have an amazing, uh, what do you call it? You have an amazing introduction. You know, it's the type of thing that if I go to LinkedIn, I would definitely want to connect with you. But um, aside from that, no, what are like fun stuff about Henry that not a lot of people know about? Oh, um, well, um, ito alam nito ng mga ibang uh, really close friends, but um. Before I passed the bar exam and became a full-fledged uh, lawyer, I had years, a uh, gap year, two to three years. And that three years, I ventured into um, filmmaking. So uh, I'm a part-time, uh, before and former uh, screenwriter, actor, and uh, part of the production. So yeah, <laughs> that's one thing uh, medyo, um low-key. Uh, so with that one like did you make any you know mainstream i mean did you have did you make a full uh feature film or were they all like shorts um there were several shorts i acted on several shorts and became uh, part of uh uh the production and there was one full-length um independent uh film it's uh a political uh, film, uh, medyo parang OFW, uh, stories of uh, migrant uh, Filipinos. All right, that's cool. Well, I didn't expect that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go, so, you know, to our listeners uh, and to our viewers for tonight on Facebook. Uh, if you have any questions for Henry, just comment them down below. But let's begin with this, no? So you consider yourself as a cannabis lawyer and, you know, you've been quite popular in the sense that you've been really fighting for the legalization of medical cannabis in the Philippines. So I guess my first question is, how did this start? Like, where did this all begin exactly? Um, um, it, it's a fact. Uh, it all began, uh, I think, the, the, the local cannabis movement began like, eight or nine years ago i wasn't even part of uh, the movement then um if you are familiar with uh, the cnn document documentary regarding um charlotte 
uh, yung babaeng merong rare um, disease. Um, which, by the way, is uh, parang naging turning point kay Dr. Sanjay Gupta of uh, CNN to finally believe on uh, the benefits of uh, medical cannabis. We have a local version of uh, Charlotte, um, the baby named uh, Moon Jaden. So it's almost identical with the case. And all of a sudden, um, local um, uh, advocates and grassroots organizations uh, mostly lose indiv individuals, mga barkadahan, parte ng mga ganitong uh, grupo lamang, which um, naniniwala on, on the benefits of cannabis, rallied behind Moon Jaden. And um, uh, siya yung naging turning point ng local cannabis movement. And uh, from there, um, different grassroots organizations, uh, different institutions eventually came out. And then um, uh, just recently when uh, finally um, we decided to ay nga, try to register and be part of uh, the um, the election through the party system. So that's the, that's the brief uh, history of uh, the local uh, cannabis movement. Um, matagal na siyang meron. Uh, marami ng grupo na uh, nananawagan even before pero hindi siya nagiging mainstream na policy issue no? um, even on um, for example electoral debate um, nababanggit siya but um, it's more of how to gauge a candidate on where to stand in a controversial issue Lagi siyang pasok dun sa 3 to second their question na yes or no. But ang lagi naming sinasabi whenever uh, nag-lobby kami sa Congress sa uh, um, Dangerous Drugs Board, it's it's a very complex issue. It's more than it's more than the plant. It's more than um um na tingin natin na it, it should be illegal. Mas marami pang usapin na dapat uh, puntahan. So that's that's one thing na um, patuloy na ginagawa ng uh, local cannabis movement and through different organizations to continue the discussions basically. Um, uh, like what sinasabi, I keep reminding um, different policymakers that um, if only uh, there is no fear of reprisal from the government, from the local enforcers, Maraming magsasabi how 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 uh, cannabis helps them in different ways. Uh, marami sigurong magkukuwento na nagamot yung mga sakit nila uh, or wala man lang silang wala silang particular na sakit but nakakatulong sa kanilang pagkatulog etc. anxiety etc. Maraming gustong magkwento but because it's it's still part of, of um the criminal justice system nahadlangan yung, yung ganong, um, um, discussion that's that's one of uh, the major na um, ginagawa namin no? I mean just pag-usapan natin to um, if you want to listen we will educate you um, if you want to uh, uh, patients to talk then give us a safe space magsasalita ang mga pasyente uh, ganun yung uh, ginagawa namin so with that, no, um, maybe we can talk a bit about like the history on why uh, ca cannabis became illegal, I guess, to begin with. Because I think there's just a lot of fake news back then about, you know, marijuana mm -hmm. and its uses. I remember there's this film I saw 
because at one point in my life, I wanted to be a filmmaker. So there's this really old film I saw called Reefer Madness. I'm not sure if you're familiar yeah. with that movie. That was such a ridiculous film. I think it was made in the 30s or 40s. Because, you know, I guess when you smoke um, weed, right, or marijuana, um, I honestly don't know anyone who becomes, like, extra hyper. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they usually become very chill or they sleep. Or I guess the most hyper they get is that when they get the munchies, you know, when they want to eat a lot. But that's yeah. not even... But, but so for, for our viewers, our listeners who are here, Reefer Madness is this old film where and they made cannabis come out as cocaine, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the earliest um, examples of what fake news does. So I, I guess my question to you, um, Henry, because again, in the US and other countries, they have different reasons why it became illegal. But do you know when... Uh, cannabis became illegal in the Philippines. Like, do you remember? Do you know the year or stuff like that? Um, it actually uh, started to became illegal in the Philippines fifty to fifty one years ago. Um, when we adopted uh, the UN um, uh, Convention on Drugs on Narcotics and Drugs, which basically scheduled uh, marijuana or uh, cannabis, you know, uh, into the most uh, Strictest, no, sabi nila pinaka dangerous na drugs. It, it's the original schedule niya, uh, and I think presently yun pa rin yung uh, schedule of the whole plant itself is lump with uh, cocaine, heroin, uh, morphine, those really hard drugs that uh, we know. So nandun siya naka schedule. Um, that that's when we started uh, the prohibition uh, in the country. Because when when we uh, uh, step back a little further. Um, it's no debate that um, <clears throat> socially, culturally, marijuana is part of the Philippine uh, culture. When uh, that, that's why when we go up north, it's really popular. Now we're indigenous people. Uh, um, it's like a common uh, plant to them. No, laman lang yan. Because it's really part of uh, uh, culture. Uh, way way back, um, there was an article I read. Yeah, na, um, our local land race is also part of uh, the local land race of our Southeast Asian neighbor, na most likely in Dalarito, through trade you know, um, uh, during the pre-Spanish uh, period. So, um, mahaba na yung history natin, <clears throat> yung relationship natin with uh, marijuana. But the prohibition um, started 50, 51 or 50 years ago. But it nag-start siya maging um, strict test. Um, currently, the Philippines I um, consider as one of the harshest countries in the world to be arrested with uh, marijuana. Um, it started uh, that way. Uh, uh, yung prohibition yon and yung pinaka um, uh, mahigpet na drug war and drug policy during the term of uh, the former dictator, Ferdinand Marcos. So when, when, when you research also um, um, known dictators and strong men, strong men, strong leaders ng iba't ibang bansa, usually ang una nilang hinihigpitan and flex of power pagkukunila is through drug policy. And it also happened through uh, the former uh, dictator Marcos. And dun siya. Um, if you can remember, isa sa unang yung ginawa na death penalty was uh, a Chinese uh, I think, user at that time. Parang just a sample. 
everyone that he was uh, really serious to uh, curb down uh, uh, malalang uh, drug problem in the country. It also happened uh, under the Duterte administration that it's also the drug policy and we know that uh, drug war is uh, usually anti-poor and uh, it, it's not uh, really uh, a war against drugs. Kaya nga, parang meme na nga na in any form, any government, in any period na nag-launch ng kanilang uh, version ng drug war, it's always the drugs that actually won no? at the expense of the lives of innocent and uh, poor people. Um, that That's, uh, I think, a uh, brief timeline of uh, the prohibition in, in uh, the country. Kung kailan talaga siya specifically nagigpit at uh, pinagbawal. Crazy, the 70s pala, no? So, with yeah. that one, sorry. So, you mentioned that the war on drugs is anti-poor and all these things. And here's my question, Tina, because actually I was with a friend last week and we were discussing about it. Uh, about it, no? His side was he's very pro me. I'm more about, uh, for me, it's more about rehabilitation. I always believe that there's a great um, comeback story, you know, a, a great way that someone can, you know, a redemption arc per se, right? I yeah. don't know if I'm just being very childish and believing in that, but uh, we were discussing it and he, he said, so we were, I was like, you know, in the drug war, it is anti-poor because there are a lot of poor people who are into drugs, right? I mean, I'm not saying all of them are. I'm sure there are those who aren't, but there's a, a significant number of those who are, and many different reasons. Sometimes it's the only thing that keeps them awake and things like that. And I was telling him, you know, our experience and their experience are two different things, right? Each human experience is unique. So when it comes to that, I said, you know, there could be someone who's working in, you know, maybe as a cleaner or a janitor, was a kid and is using drugs. He's like, how could he afford the drugs? So I want to ask you, like, that's a good question, though. Um, how is um, the war on drugs anti-poor if the poor people themselves don't earn enough? Like, are drugs cheap? I mean, I don't think marijuana is cheap, right? Or if cannabis is cheap. But yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, very quickly. Uh, local marijuana street price nagmahal ng Duterte administration. Quality, lalong lumala. And uh, nagmahal because of uh, really strong prohibition. And um, yeah, quick then doon sa, when, when you said that uh, the, on the rehabilitation part, it, it's not uh, childish. Eh? May hindi siya parang hopeless ka lang na romant romanticize mo yung issue. Eh? It's actually um, on, on the drug policy uh, discussion. This is what we call harm reduction. The, the idea, there's, there's science uh, behind it. It's basically humanizing. Um, drug users, specifically what you said, that there are different factors on why people use drugs. Um, and um, drug use is not exclusively for the poor. I mean, middle class and even the elite, it, it's all, it's own, ang question lang dito is what is the preference of drugs, no? And uh, accessible and affordable. Um, that's why, um, sa uh, mga may hirap and we say that it's anti-poor kasi sila yung um, pinatarget eh. We, um, um, I mean, um, the enforcement of uh, the drug war, we all know na uh, maraming cases ng human rights violation. The uh, police officers, mga enforcers, you don't care about the process anymore, the technicalities, they're more on um, apprehending no 
yung uh, uh, tinatawag nilang salot, no? drug users. No? And most of the victims, most of um, statistics will show na mga mahihirap yung karamihan uh, sa uh, nabibictimize. And we rarely hear um, mga dra- malalaking drug traffickers, for example, na nabubuli at uh, napaparusahan. It's always uh, the poor. Sila yung uh, mas nakakatanggap. And um, mas ma- malaki yung effect sa kanila kasi magpapatuloy siya uh, yung pagkahuli sa kanila, for example, start pa lang siya ng magiging um, epekto ng matinding drug policy sa kanila. No? Um, marami akong <clears throat> mga pro bono clients na mga nasa communities. One, one case na pwede kong i-share sa inyo. I have a client in uh, Malabon. Um, urban poor uh, community. So, dalawa lang sila ng nanay niya. Um, mother niya, senior citizen, nagtitinda ng um, lo- uh, kakanin, delicacy sa palengke ng Malabon. One night, pinasok yung bahay niya. And uh, pinaladkad yung uh, anak palabas and uh, after two hours, kinasuhan na siya ng uh, selling ng marijuana. Walang nakuha sa kanya that night. Walang uh, search warrant. Walang warrant of arrest. Um, but uh, it's a common story. And yung epek- epekto sa kanila nun, uh, dahil mahirap sa kanila, mas magiging challenge sa kanila magkaroon na access to legal services. Of course, the meron na mga bound. Uh, public attorney's office will competently uh, represent them. But um, napakarami na rin hinahawakan ng mga uh, power lawyers, no? lalo na ng drug war, talagang tumaat yung kasong kailangan nilang hawakan. Dahil karamihan sa mga hinuhuli ay yung mga mahihirap rin. Maraming mga clients na nasa loob na nagsasabi na during the Duterte administration, 400 to 500% yung increase all drug offenses and 90% of these numbers ay coming from the poor. Ano so, na? Wow. Yep. Uh, ganun talaga. Ganun, ganun talaga yung uh, tinaas niya. No? And um, even the court, the judiciary na alarma doon sa maramihang pagsasampa ng kaso, etc. Kasi that's the problem. Even the court talagang uh, dumami yung kaso sa kanila. So, sinubukan nila mag-issue ng mga plea bargaining uh, memorandum on how how easily makalabas yung uh, mga tao, either palayain through probation, etc. Kasi talagang lumaki. Yung, um, there's, there's really a massive increase no, dun sa mga litigant. And majority of them are uh, poor. And uh, again, it's a challenge for them, yung legal representation and um, most of them are um, sila yung mga tatay, sila yung mga nanay, ito anak, tumutulong sa uh, pamilya. So, the livelihood ng family is also affected. So, before they were arrested, they're, they're already socially and economically challenged being part ng, um, ng uh, urban poor ng uh, community na nasama ba sa drug war, their rights are violated, and matagal yung magiging effect na nun. Kahit paglabas nila, ramdam pa rin nila yung effect noon no kasi um, again na meron na sa lang uh, uh, discrimination against them na pumasok sila etc magiging challenge yung paghahanap ng uh, kabuhayan um, pumasok sila ng bata na they're really innocent na wala talaga silang kinalaman 
and because five years, six years sa loob ng kulungan and our jail facilities are not exactly a perfect place to uh, stay, ano? And yung sinasabi mong rehabilitation, ideally, ang ating criminal justice system is not not punitive. It should be reformative and rehabilitate, uh, rehabilitative. No? Ganun, ganun yung idea niya. That, that's the philosophy. Law school pa lang. Yan yung sinasabi sa amin. That, um, uh, even the accused of rights, even, even them who violated the law, pag pinasok natin sila sa uh, kulungan at uh, uh, they, are serving, they, they were serving their sentence, they, they, have, they still have rights. And dapat reformative yun. Paglabas nila, it will be a productive part of our uh, society, but that, that, that won't happen under our uh, criminal uh, justice system. Um, so it, it's really a complex uh, issue, no? And idagdag mo that again, our, our country is uh, considered one of uh, the harshest places, no? sobrang higpet at sobrang bigat ng penalty ng, uh, sa bansa in, uh, in terms of marijuana, for example. Um, possession, um, possession of marijuana sa, in, in the year of 2022 na almost half of the world siguro ay nag-legalize na ng, ng marijuana and they, they're reaping the benefit. I mean, our neighbor Thailand is already there, ano? But dito sa bansa natin, um, possession of marijuana, minimum, I mean, a single joint, yung pinaka-normal na familiar uh, a single joint can land you 12 years minimum in jail. Imagine 12? that. 12 years. What? Imagine that. Uh, yeah, the law will not consider whether you have a condition, whether you're smoking a joint para makatulog ka ng maayos, whether you're smoking a joint because what happened kang nagtarbaho, the law doesn't care. It, it's clear. Possession is a minimum of 12 years. Now, Pag pumunta ka pa, for example, sa selling, when, when uh, ito yung paboritong pinaplanta eh, um, pinapabricate nila na charge sa maraming mga um, uh, clients, uh, selling a non-bailable case, no? um, regardless of the amount, kahit 50 pesos lang yung sinabi nilang bentahan nyo, that's life imprisonment, regardless of the amount. Um, it, it's ridiculous, I know. Ganun-ganun siya, ganun siya ka-inhumane, ganun siya ka-archaic, and we, lagi namin sinasabi sa mga policymakers that our law is no longer reflecting the science, it's no longer reflecting our current need. Thus, kailangan yun na natin siyang i-amend. Another thing, um, cultivation. Um, I know there's Maraming, maraming nagko-cultivate ng home grow right now dito sa uh, Pilipinas and uh, cultivation uh, outdoor. A single plant of uh, marijuana is also life imprisonment in the Philippines. So, ganun siya. Ganun siya uh, kahigpet at ganun siya ka punitive and at the same time inhumane and archaic. No? Um, it does Hindi ma, wala siyang pakialam if it's for medical purpose. Wala siyang pakialam if in any form. If it's via oil, nilagay mo yan through edibles, nilagay mo yan through vape, etc. It, it, it doesn't... Um, uh, again, hindi, wala rin siyang um, pag, uh, differentiate whether it's weed or, or, or it's cannabis. 
it's um, CBD or it's hemp, nakalagay siya sa batas. And we have to understand that it's also the same law that's applicable to all other drugs like methamphetamine, cocaine, and all other uh, uh, drugs. So uh, that's where we are um, now in, uh, in, in in the Philippines. And, and it's one uh, bigger part of the advocacy really is the drug policy reform. While, while we're advocating for the access of it as a medicine, it is also uh, parang imperative na kailangan baguhin din natin at the whole um, drug policy that uh, we have uh, right now. So with that, um, man, I got so stressed about the the 12 years one joint or <laughs> like 50 bucks <laughs> life imprisonment. I mean, me personally, I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't use any type of drug except for prescription, you know, when I'm sick mm-hmm. and all. Uh, it's just really not my thing. Uh, but I have nothing against it. So I'm just wondering, why do you, th- I mean, here's the thing, though. like, why do you think it took so long for Asian countries, generally speaking, right? Because actually Nico Akabado commented that um, even in Singapore has slowly, uh, you know, approving the use of medical marijuana. And if you've been to Singapore, they're like strict AF, right? But the fact that they're kind of, you know, they're getting there. And I assume, you know, if once they got, get that done, maybe after 10 years or less, maybe you could use it anytime you want, right? For um, uh, what do you call that? For like, uh, shoot, you're not even losing words today. Um, you know, for non-medical use. So I just want yeah, recreational or adult use. Recreational, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so why do you think our laws are so archaic and draconian? I mean, that's crazy. Like 12 years, then life in prison. I mean, we, I mean, for marijuana, we're in, if someone uses it, they're just going to probably order a pizza and eat it by themselves. Like that's probably the worst thing they're probably going to do. We, we are harder on them than we are on people who evade their taxes, right? Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't get that. So why do you think they're that, or why do you think the law is that harsh? about it um um this is something uh, also um i think uh because we have bad governance um we have basically wala tayong naging maayos na gobyerno for the past uh, decade that really uh, catered to the need of uh, the people um, imagine um, it's just an argument nila against the medical cannabis bill is that if it's already there um, partly yes it's there since 1991 the compassionate special uh, permit pero statistics will also show na only one person yung grant nila of that uh, permit since 1991 mas marami pa yung kilala, kilala ko na uh, in-assist, nakausap kong mga nanay na nag-attempt na pumunta sa FDA, DDB, PDEA to have a permit for medical cannabis. But since 91, isa lang. And sumama yung loob namin kasi nung uh, pandemic, well, it's for the benefit of everyone rin naman, but it's basically the same route din na ginamit ng, uh, ng mga vaccines. So sabi nga namin, so we're also basically allowing it experimental, CSP, etc. We have patients here who are really willing to uh, uh, nagsasabi na it's the safest and most 
um, um, and so effective na, na medicine actually it's just for for formality sake na nga lang para hindi niyo sila usulihin kasi currently nagme-medicate sila ng uh, cannabis oil but because the law is ito illegal so might as well kuha tayo ng permit but you're not allowing them so that, 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 that there's a problem on that also the dangerous drugs board meron siyang power to reschedule drugs and lagi namin yung pinipinpoint sa kanila na actually uh, you don't need to change the law na mag-legislate tayo. Um, you have the power to reschedule just a verified petition. Ang problem nila, they won't act kasi ang position ng president, which is their uh, super, uh, I mean, direct boss nila sa uh, executive is anti-drugs. So they can't really act on it. And it will also reflect on our legislature. If your government eh, hawak niya majority of Congress and Senate, you can't basically legislate any uh, sensible uh, na legislation that would uh, cater sa rights and welfare ng mga tao, including access to uh, marijuana as a medicine. So, kung babalikan natin, medyo nakadikit siya doon sa hindi strong yung ating mga political and uh, government institutions that we have corrupt governments kasi um, prohibition is also a business to a lot of uh, groups no and uh, industry um the pharmaceutical uh, groups uh, nilalabi nila yan against na uh, lumuwag ng lumuwag for uh, medicine um it's bad for business imagine people can just plant ng isang halaman and harvest their own uh, medicine no, sa kanilang backyard. It's bad for business. Um, the cancer industry is against it because uh, maraming anecdotal reports na and scientific uh, evidence na nagsasabi na it can cure cancer. So it's a multi-billion dollar industry. We're not even talking about the industrial hemp, the benefits of industrial hemp. Ano? Na lot of uh, industrial use niya na it's sustainable and uh, I think second to carbon sequestration if we talk about climate change but hindi siya uh, uh, allow so it, it's intersectional it's a very complex uh, issue but until we have a very strong government government uh, leaders that will really uh, allow the discussion and willing to listen um, to the people, it's really up to the uh, patients and to the movement na mag-lobby, really lobby hard. Sinasabi ko sa mga advocates, the government will not give it to us na parang isang araw ma-realize na lang nila, ah, okay nga, sige, marijuana is medicine, gamot nga pala ang marijuana, sige, legalize na natin, palayain na natin ng lahat ng uh, nakakulong. No, they will not do that. We have to pressure the government doing it because it's the right thing um, to do. Sorry so, about uh, if I'm stressing you out with this thing. We are right now. No, I'm just so... <laughs> what bothers me is not really about... Um, no, what really bothers me is the whole... Since 1991, we had that um, bill or law or whatever you call that, and only one person has got it. Do, you, do we know who the one person is? I'm so curious now who it is. 
Um, yeah, hindi na nila sinabi sa akin when when we filed the freedom of information regarding your matter, the justice assignment. Yeah, we we granted one. And that one, that one um permit the Greenland Panilla, it's uh, it's pharmaceutical derived pa. It's the only medicine na uh, cannabis derived na pharmaceutical sa US. So yun lang yung inalaw nila. So yun din yung inaalok sa amin ng Dangerous Drugs Board and ng gobyerno. Na meron naman na FDA approved. But it's only isa lang siya and and it's only for a very specific rare disease para sa mga bata. And it's very expensive. Like how expensive um, are you talking about? Um kapag sa dosage ng isang ten, uh, 8 to 10 year old na may seizure na bata kakailanganin niya like 10 to 12 million a year. So, <laughs> hindi siya hindi, hindi siya affordable. I mean, hindi siya accessible. Pero yun yung inaalok sa amin. And ang sabi namin, no, we can't, we can't afford that. Ang sumagot, isang politiko, sabi niya, oh, mayroon akong government project na nakadikit sa pangalan ko, ipapasok natin dito para maka-access kayo. So, ginagawa na rin siyang pet project. Ina-attempt siyang gawing pet project ng isang politiko para lang bilhin natin tong mahal na gamot para may access kayo. And, But 10 to 12 million a year? That's like a house and lot. Yeah. That's expensive. That's why it's not really, even though it's, it's FDA approved in the US, hindi yun yung ginagamit ng mga taga-US. Yeah, because it's so expensive. That's crazy. It's expensive. <laughs> crazy. I mean, even for them. And it's pharmaceutical. from uh, the plant. Remember, the plant itself in its raw form is medicine. Yeah. So, process na And it's really um, intended for a very specific, rare disease. Disease. Like, disorder sa bata. So, Malikipa yeah. yung uh, uh, ano niya, um, uh, ina-address niya na illness. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the issue is really two parts when I'm trying to discuss it. One is um, the issue on the access to medicine. So, that one, kailangan natin pag-usapan na gamot siya. And once we accept it as a medicine, we should relax our regulation para ma-access ma, ma, ma siya. Uh, ng mga tao. Um, uh, second, dapat siyang tanggalin doon sa ma- pinakamahigpit na criminal justice system. Minimum dapat i-decriminalize siya. Kasi it, it's absurd that it, it's really absurd to have a situation that we're allowing it as a medicine pero nagpukulong ka pa rin ng tao. Uh, we're still sending people to jail over possession of marijuana pero yeah, we're allowing it as a medicine. So dapat sabay siyang um, um, pinupush that that two main um, 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 issue and both are grounded and strongly connected with human rights so uh, until we accept the whole drug policy reform the whole marijuana dapat um, beyond that sloganeering na legalized marijuana it's actually a human rights issue so with that, uh, Nico has another comment. So he said, Panyero. you can thank uh, <laughs> yeah, Tito Scotto. Thank you, uh, Nico, for uh, listening tonight. 
Yeah, so we can thank Tito Soto for the Dangerous Drugs Act and for shutting down any attempts in the set to pass a compassionate use. <laughs> okay, so with that one, um, Henry, so so with that, right, um, I don't know if it's because news spreads faster nowadays compared to like the 90s and the 2000s or because we're more connected. But I guess the movement of to legalize cannabis use, whether it's medical or recreational, right, has really risen over the years. And, you know, there's a lot of signs out there, right, about how um, marijuana doesn't give any kind of, um, what do you call this, um, harmful after effects. I mean, like when we look at medically speaking, right, um, chemotherapy does help, but it also kind of kills the person in a way as well, right? I mean, there are people who do get cured from cancer, but there are a lot of those who also kind of just, you know, uh, weather away. Then, um, then of course, antibiotics that kind of kills your kidneys eventually if you take too many and all of these things are too much. But the question is, with with marijuana, is there no study at all saying that, you know, if you smoke every single day um, for the rest of your life, there, there's no studies showing that, hey, um, if you take too much, it's going to be bad or, you know what I mean, like in terms of, Health-wise, I mean, I guess in terms of um, work-wise, it would be bad for you. But in terms of health-wise, as I'm wondering right now, yeah, uh, correct. No, but uh, there's really no um, strong evidence that um, consumption, yeah, um, I uh, really bad uh, for you. Um, that's why um, uh, it, it's valid. The statement is. Valid. Um, there's no uh, uh, overdose on marijuana um, because the only thing, siguro pag nasobrang kain na day, too much for your body, baka makatulog ka lang. Uh, siguro mga 24 hours, <laughs> you oversleep. Uh, well, of course, sa iba, it will induce anxiety, uh, uh, etc. But uh, you'll be safe uh, afterwards, no? Um, uh, kaya that, that statement is uh, really valid and um, for the longest time wala talagang lumalabas na um, really strong uh, uh, medical evidence na uh, it's, it's really bad uh, for you may mga studies na ilan pero in conjuncture parang meron pang um, several uh, factors on, on uh, doing that another thing mababa yung um, mababa yung chance of you na um, to be mentally addicted on it in terms of uh, withdrawal. That's why a lot of uh, uh, people who regularly consume marijuana, they can do tolerance break, meaning, oh, one week muna kung will not consume, not because it's really bad to you anymore, but wala lang, parang break lang. And you'll be safe with that uh, as compared to other uh, drugs and substances. Na yung addiction niya and withdrawal is really uh, malakas talaga. No? Um, y- yun, yun yung uh, mga several uh, points on that. And another thing, um, since we're talking about it then, the, the, yung, um, it, it, yung idea kasi natin ng drugs, um, ano rin tayo eh, um, hindi, uh, what do you call this? Um, a lot of people are uh, not uh, uh, educated on the idea of drugs, no? Kami, uh, for example, lahat tayo nagko-consume ng drugs. And only people, whoever, policymaker or nasa gobyerno, nagkategory on which drug is really safe for you, no? Ganun yung uh, ginawa. 
marijuana nilagay siya sa pinakamahigpit at sinasabi nila na delikado na schedule ng drugs noong 70s because there was no study regarding cannabinoid. There was no study regarding cannabis. Um, 1980s na nga lang na-discover ng mga scientists at ng mga medical um, scientists natin, ng mga doctors, yung um, cannabinoids eh, sa tao. Eh, Nag-exist pala siya. The, the, the same component na meron sa marijuana is existing sa brain ng uh, lahat ng uh, tao. So mas nauna pa yung senti ah uh, mas nauna pa yung prohibition before uh, naglakas loob yung mga doctors to really study about it no yung yung ignorance ng marami yun yung naging fear nila kaya nilagay siya sa pinakamahigpit na schedule but it stays there for 50 years regardless na uh, marami nang lumabas talaga na uh, mga evidence and um, I agree with you also na because mas mabilis na yung information ngayon. Social media, uh, malaki na yung epekto niya sa uh, information. And, well, uh, nakakalungkot na, uh, ano pa rin, uh, in the era of fake news ano, and post-truth na uh, sinasabi nila, may, ano pa rin naman, uh, there are some advocacy na nagbe-benefit doon sa malawakang pag-share ng uh, information sa uh, social media. And kind of this uh, community locally is one of it. Secondly, um, yung business na uh, na push no um, it is already a big business in in the United States it's a multi billion dollar industry already um, mga human rights advocates in the field of uh, drug policy nga sa ibang bansa they're calling it already big cannabis same with big tobacco big oil ganun na siya meaning big yeah. some big pharma yeah meaning some 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 big cannabis companies are becoming um, parang influential in, in a sense uh, uh, policies, pero in the name of profit. So this, that's already happening. Um, to share you very quickly, nakaupo rin ako sa isang international uh, NGO on a cannabis issue. Ang pinag-uusapan na nila, uh, Toronto-based ito, Ang pinag-uusapan na namin is human trafficking on marijuana. So, there were already um, uh, cases reported of Southeast Asian migrants na illegally tinatraffic sa mga marijuana farms, sa mga bansang legal siya. So, these are the future issues na makukonfront ng, uh, ng uh, Pilipinas. And still, nandun pa rin tayo sa 50 years ago na pagtingin on, on drugs. Uh, again, everyone is consuming drug. Uh, cigarette is a drug. Coffee is a drug. Um, to be strict with the definition of a drug, any substance that can alter your mind should is a drug. So, cigarillo, uh, oh, okay. coffee, sugar, oh. one of the most dangerous drugs, but it's not regulated at all. Um, Hindi rin ganun kahigpit ang regulation sa tobacco and uh, alcohol, which is really proven it is really bad to you. But somehow the big businesses in the name of profit na convinced nila na, yeah, let's just respect people na consuming this because they're forewarned that it's bad for them. How about those patients na marijuana kanilang gamot saying it's good for me? Pero kinukulong natin siya. So there's, there's really an imbalance on 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 everything uh on drug policy and imagine having that problem in a very corrupt government 
in in uh, in a leader that uh, na, I mean corrupt and really not caring for um, um the people. Um, isang nasa scenario na pinupload ko sa cannabis community and sa mga advocates. Ako, uh, big business will come. Ako, akala ko nga, malilegalize ang hemp sa Philippines because China is the top producer of hemp already. Malaking mga land sa China ngayon, magtatanim na sila ng industrial hemp. And because the Duterte government is a known, very friendly to the to Beijing government, I thought, I thought that scenario will happen in the name of business, ano? Uh, yeah, hindi may siya nangyari. But, but the scenario na uh, malilegalize, it's, in, 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 it's inevitable. Uh, medical cannabis will be allowed in the Philippines soon. Inevitable yan. But the question is, for whom? Kasi the big business is already there. Um, given the fact how corrupt our system is, how corrupt our government is, just one big cannabis company can easily corrupt our government to allow their product na imported to come in the country but still have this very strict uh, requirement in the name of the profit. I mean, um, talo ulit yung mga pasyente, the local farmers, talo ulit. Most likely, it will be very expensive. Most likely, the scenario that Medical marijuana is allowed, but people will still be jailed. We'll still be sending people to jail because of marijuana. It's still in place. Most likely, local cultivation will not happen because it's bad for their business that our local farmers have access or just can cultivate uh, marijuana. So it, it, it can happen. So to change really the policy that we have right now, it's really up to the movement, to the people, all advocates, na naniniwala na it should be changed, na talagang to pressure, no, na, the government to be part of uh, whatever activity and whatever form na uh, meron tayo. At tignan siya at some major advocacy. I, I know it's a very tricky subject. I know that uh, there's always a cloud over us na parang baka damputin, baka huliin, it's still illegal. But it, it's an equally important social issue that we have to discuss na, na kailangan siyang pag-usapan, you know, uh, siya, despite, despite the, the policy that we have right now. Yeah. So before we continue, we have two questions. One is from Kuya Ed, but this is, I think, rhetorical. So the question is, who will fight for the people? Who will fight for home growers? So that's his. Then Nico Acabado, uh, who I know is very excited for this episode, here's his question uh, for you. Uh, how do we go about destigmatizing this? Does MedCan Party have any plans to use the power of social media and content creation? Do we focus on the medical aspect only or should we blitz the info and educate people on everything, the medical industrial and environmental advantages, impact on agribusiness, and potential tax revenue. Okay. First, uh, from Kuya Ed, uh, shout out uh, kay Kuya Ed. Kuya Ed is one of uh, our advocates based in uh, the United States. So oh, cool. We actually have a medical party chapter in California. Uh, these are uh, patients na, um Gumaling sila through medical marijuana ngayon, currently living or residing in California. Filipinos who are working in the industry legally, 
professional uh, ng mga nagtatrabaho sa uh, cannabis industry in in in, in the US and uh, a lot of uh, mga uh, Filipino Americans yan. So shout out po sa lahat ng mga uh, kaibigan natin. He's watching so, it now. What time is it where he is? <laughs> I know. I know. So uh, for example, uh, si Kuya Ed, uh, one of uh, I think dugtong din sa tanong ni uh, Nico, one of his advocacy is really to educate um, um the the Filipinos on how to properly home grow because it's really allowed uh, in the US. They can create content na talagang nagpapakita on how uh, to do it. And uh, medyo pa DIY si uh, Kuya Ed. Talagang sinasabi niya, this one is what's available dyan sa uh, bansa. You can buy it here, there. So it, it's really easy. And uh, ito yung, um, if there's one good thing na matatanggap ko on that very, very uh, mahigpit na drug war ni uh, uh, President Duterte was tinulak yung marami na mag-home grow. Um, lumaki yung community ng mga tao locally na matapang na nagtatanim na ng sarili nilang uh, mga marijuana sa kanilang mga bahay. So shout out din sa uh, lahat ng mga kapatid ng mga uh, home growers dyan. Yeah. So um, it, k- kailangan na um, it, it's not only the issue on medical access. Again, um, that's why I, I uh, lagi ko rin uh, binabanggit whenever I discuss medical cannabis, it, it's a human right issue. And when we uh, finally accept and understand that it is a human rights issue, um, madali na rin natin maiintindihan on why we also have to be uh, uh, advocate and active on other human rights uh, issues as well, including the decriminalization part of it. When you when you will have a chance, when you have a chance uh, na ma-check nyo yung, um, um, what do you call this, parang, uh platform uh ng American party kung pinayagan lang at nanalo uh, sa congress that uh, legislative uh, point of agenda namin we have nine points actually and the medical uh, access is only one so kasama doon um it, uh, support for example sa mga small and medium enterprises na papasok sa sa industry kailangan ma-ensure na may support din sa mga Filipino growers uh, Filipino farmers natin kasi we are seeing it as another agricultural crop. So dapat supportahan din yung mga local uh, uh, farmers natin. We don't want it to be the next parang palay natin uh, because of a bad law. Suddenly flooded tayo ng mga imported na mga bigas dito and uh, our, our, our palay farmers. Hindi na sila makasabay at namamatay na yung industriya nila. So kailangan may support pa rin doon. Um, uh, again, uh, education also is really important. Um, we can't blame our Filipino doctors on why they are not aware on the updates on the science on uh, cannabis medicine. Kasi hindi siya tinuturo sa med school. So we have a group of uh, Filipino cannabis doctors, um, um, uh, Philippine doctors for medical cannabis. Uh, sila yung nag-advocate nito. Kasi sila admitted sila, hindi siya tinuro sa med school. How, how, how can we expect our doctors na dapat pag may sakit ka, sila yung unang uh, pagkakatiwalaan nun ete. Eh. How, how, how can they prescribe and even talk about cannabis as a medicine kung sila mismo, they weren't trained or educated noong nasa med school sila. So part of the agenda is also is to have the curriculum, no? i-include siya um, uh, uh, sa curriculum. Another thing, 
um, dahil magiging regulated business siya, it will be a big uh, revenue in terms of tax um, um, for the government. Um, kailangan ma-ensure that a part or a bigger part of that tax will uh, directly uh, go to uh, social services and another reparation doon sa mga communities and families na naging victims ng drug war. We won't allow na all of a sudden maraming kumikita at yumayaman sa isang industriya na maraming pinatay at pinahirap years back. So the least that we can do for the families and communities na sinira ng drug war is financial reparation and we can get it from the taxes that can be uh, derived from uh, the industry. So ito, ito, ito lang yung ilan sa uh, mga um, uh, agenda, legislative agenda ng uh, Medcan Party. Nagiging starting point lang natin ng discussion ang, ang medical part of it kasi it's always doon nagsisimula. Lahat ng uh, countries uh, na nag-regulate eventually ng adult use to recreational use, fully legalize uh, the use of marijuana, they all started with the access of medical, uh, uh, the access of it as a medicine. And yun then I think yung magiging simula on re-educating uh, the Filipinos, no, itong mga kababayan natin. Once na unti-unti matanggap siya, nagamot lang siya, it's a plant, it's a halaman. No, imagine nga yung ampalaya we took, nag-education campaign pa ang gobyerno para tanggapin siya na isa siyang uh, herbal supplement para sa mga Pilipino na hindi lang siya ulam. Diba? Imagine that the malunggay. Ganon din ang ginawa. Eh. May education campaign ng gobyerno. Kailangan siyang gawin para maintindihan pa unti-unti. Mapaalala sa atin actually for us to be reminded again na it's, it's a medicine. It's part of our culture. It, it's an ordinary uh, plant. And secondly, baka may magtanong din or always lagi na tinatanong sa akin saan magsisimula yung destigmatization of it yung pagtatanggal ng uh, stigma. Personally, as a lawyer, ako ang paniniwala ko, it should start with the decriminalization of it. Maaalis ang stigma sa marijuana pag tinanggal natin siya as, as a crime. No? The only stigma na meron tayo, the only fear na meron yung parents ko, yung parents ng mga advocate, is baka mahuli kayo. Hindi nila fear actually na baka masama sa'yo yan, mababaliw ka, mag masasama yung ganito, ganyan. Hindi yun ang binabanggit ng mga nanay-tatay natin, namin. Ang paalala sa amin, baka mahuli kayo. Masama yan kasi illegal. Yun lang, hanggang dun lang tayo. So pag tinanggal natin siya sa, that, on that criminal justice system, and again, it's archaic and humane already, susunod na yung destigmatization of it. Unti-unti, matatanggap na natin siya. And everything else um, uh, will follow. Yeah, no, I think that's amazing. So before we get to the questions in the comment section, I guess I want to ask, uh, what does what are the some of the practical uses of industrial hemp exactly? Like, why is it something that's you know people are calling that it's something for the future because you know it's it's good for the environment, uh, it's not toxic, and all these things. Um, some of the uh, industrial benefits of it, um, well. Matagal na siyang ginagamit as clothing. Um, it's a very, ginagamit, uso ngayon ng hempcrete. Ginagawa siyang parang mga hollow blocks. Uh, at uh, ginagawa siya for housing sa ibang bansa. 
maganda siya kasi um, it's a uh, Uh, what do you call this? Parang, uh, I forgot the term. Parang mga climate change resilient. It ginamit siya as a housing uh, infrastructure. Um, um, the plant, yung, yung roots niya, it's also good para sa uh, pag-enrich ulit or pag-nourish ng lupa. Sa mga lugar na uh, maraming mga hemp na nakatanim, mababa rin yung uh, flash flood sa area or yung erosion. No? Um, there's also a study na ano rin siya, carbon sequester, I think, pangalawa siya sa wow. uh, na, yeah, next to kelp. Kelp is number one, di ba? So parang second yeah. yung hemp sa carbon sequestration. Before, ginagamit siya, may hemp oil, ginagamit siya alternative to gasoline, The first car, for example, ni Henry Ford is made from hemp. We can create paper out of it. Um, we can create... Actually, lahat basically ng kailangan ng uh, tao, pwede siya makuha uh, from hemp. Before siya going illegal talaga, um, it's one of the major crops, no? There was... Meron pa nga part sa history ng, ng mga, mga medieval times mga kings and queens na talagang nag-i-issue sila ng order ng mga farmers nila. Kailangan hemp lang yung itanim because it's good for the clothing ng mga soldiers nila. And uh, they can derive uh, medicines and oil from uh, the hemp. No? So, marami. Marami talaga siyang um, benefit. Um, may isang documentary na nagsasabi, isa sa, isa sa malakas na nag-lobby against industrial hemp and the whole, uh, for the whole marijuana prohibition yung 30s, um, isang paint company kasi nakita nila na napakalaking competitor ang hemp sa business nila. So imagine a paint company na nag-lobby hard during uh, that time. And uh, yeah, big tobacco and big alcohol is also mga anti-legalization um, um, for the longest time until most recently. They agree, they see... Uh, pag na-legalize siya as recreational or adult use another competitor for them na um, recreational uh, product at the big business. So, but now they're actually venturing. Um, I forgot the main company of a Marlboro uh, entity. They already you know. they, they are the, they are the majority yeah, Philip Morris. Philip Morris is already the majority shareholder of the biggest public company, cannabis company. So imagine that. They're already jumping on, on that uh, as a preparation. So, uh, ayun. Uh, the, the, a lot of things na makukuha talaga from hemp pala nga. So, yung difference lang kasi niya from cannabis, um, both are parang species ng cannabis sativa plant. But yung hemp, hindi siya nagpuproduce ng THC. Nagpuproduce pa rin siya ng buds, which is yun yung uh, consume recreationally or yun yung pinagkukunan din ng oil pero wala siyang THC na yun yung most popular na cannabinoid na nagpapahigh. But it can produce CBD. Kaya may mga bansa that hemp is legal. CBD derived from hemp is legal. Japan is one. Japan, they're already legal ang CBD doon. So sila rin sa isa sa one of the strictest countries in terms of uh, drug policy pero nag-move na sila doon. We're actually in touch with, um, in talks with the Japanese Hemp Association na talagang gusto nilang tumulong. How can they 
um, share their knowledge, their scientific expertise on on the subject matter sa uh, Pilipinas. So, um, uh, yun yun yung ilan sa mga um, nakatandaan ko and uh, can mention right now that the industrial benefits of hemp. Um, talagang marami, marami talaga siya uh, uh, na uh, benefits. Uh, get a lot of I think that's pretty crazy. I mean, you mentioned a lot. You mentioned home. You mentioned housing. You mentioned paper. I mean, that's really crazy. That's why China is already the top producer yeah. of hemp globally. I mean, imagine if you can get all of those things from one plant. Then we don't have to cut down trees anymore. You know, we could just plant trees because of being like plantitos and plantitas, but it's not anymore to build houses or paper or I mean, I guess the only thing hemp can do is give you wooden carvings, but I mean, that's not really a major thing, right? Okay, yeah, so exactly. we have um, a couple of comments uh, from both Nico and Kuya Ed. So Nico has a question, and I'll just uh, correct him since he corrected himself. So he said that the South African Supreme Court previously decriminalized home growing and possession at home based on the right to privacy. Is that a viable avenue for the Philippines? What do you think, um, Henry? Um, I, I've heard about this uh, uh, development from Uganda. I think it, it's also the same uh, grounds that ginawa ng India. There are uh, several jurisdictions na ang naging way for them to legalize uh, marijuana is through uh, Supreme Court. Talagang eh. challenge nila yung uh, bansa nila. Also, I think Mexico. Yeah. One one big Latin uh, American country. Ganun din yung naging Sorry. challenge. Directly. Directly sa uh, 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 Supreme Court. I'm, I'm not pretty familiar with uh, the Ugandan laws, uh, Paniero, but I, I can share with you that there's already a talk um, locally on how we can uh, challenge it directly sa Supreme Court. Ang isa, it, um, it, it, uh, mali yung pagkakategory niya. Parang, in, 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 how can I say this? Um, uh, parang, in our laws right now, how can, how it is constitutional that we are allowing far more dangerous uh, substances in the country, uh, but not marijuana, which is a plant. Parang ganun yung uh, basic niyang um, argument. Actually, some senior lawyer yung nakausap ko. And um, he's mentioning sugar. Siya nga, anti-sugar anti talaga siya. So, medyo nadidikit niya lang yung uh, 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 sa marijuana. Kasi yun yung argument niya. If we're allowing sugar, which is technically a drug, and it's really bad for you, highly addictive, uh, why? Kukulong tayo. Exactly, no? Uh, we're not allowing uh, a plant, no? It's only a plant. Yun yung, uh, yun yung uh, minsan basic argument po sa uh, mga tao. It's just a plant. No? Hindi niya nga kailangan ng human intervention para mabuhay, actually. Eh. Diba? Even before uh, lumabas ang tao, even before humanity thought what is right and wrong, the plant is already there. So... Uh, just because 50 years ago that we don't understand it, eh, hindi naman dapat na hanggang ngayon ipagbawal natin siya. There's another theory then 
um, because uh, itong sa UN policy na pinagbawal siya, lobby talaga ito ng gobyerno, eh, ng US. Eh. Um, ito yung pag-import nila ng drug war nila. And uh, yung kanilang very strong uh, anti, uh, yung racist nila na uh, um, policy. The marijuana prohibition kasi sa US, it's a bit racist eh, yung history niya. No? Remember yung pag-stigmatize sa word na marijuana itself. Ano yan? Um, uh, crimi- criminalization yan ng mga Mexican immigrants at that time na feeling nila it's a threat to their society, threat sa culture nila. So uh, a lot of um, Mexican immigrants gumagamit ng marijuana after uh, trabaho nila, etc. So um, there, uh, yung maraming mga races at that time uh, and anti-immigrant ng mga policy makers. So through the drug policy. It's also the same um uh, naginawa nila during mga 1890s when Chinese immigrants sa California hinigpitan nila yung opium use remember ang China meron siyang uh, period na really uh, ano sila into opium and nadadala yon no uh, sa California ng mga immigrants yun din yung naging um, start niya so uh, it, it's really bound to happen na kapag nag-federal legalize ang US i-import niya rin yung policy na yun sa uh, Pilipinas. No? Uh, malaki yung chance na mangyari yun. Pero ang problema, baka ang accommodation is already for the big businesses, it's not for uh, small uh, farmers, the patients, and uh, the Filipino people. Yeah, no, but just really, yeah, you know, thinking about it, you are right. I mean, sugar is really something that's, Really, especially white sugar, right? I mean, you know, the natural yeah, sugar. Profit, yeah, sugar. It's the processed ones that's really bad for you. Well, I'm glad that there's that whole bill about it, but then I'm, you know, you could argue whether that's a good bill or a bad bill. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so Nico had a comment because you remember I asked you about hemp and he said uh, less waste water in process, uh, less land area used in growing, less time to grow compared to trees and cotton plants. So very perseverant plant as well all right then um kuya ed uh, and i really wish i wanted to know what time it is there kuya ed you're very <laughs> the time it is there um cannabis grows at incredible rates the diversity of nutrients they need to grow is also returned into the ground when the plant dies this allows almost any plant to grow in that cell cannabis is a is able to create sustain and repair environments humans have long since destroyed yeah so the, i guess that's what i Oh, so he did answer me. It is uh, 6.40 a.m. Not as early as I thought. Okay, so not too bad. Still early, but not too bad. So with that one, um, um, Henry, no. So, you know, the thing is, uh, I, would you blame conservatism also in terms of the, the, about, you know, making marijuana illegal and all these things? Conservatism in the sense that you know how there are old people, right? I mean, I'm sure there are boomers out there who are pro, you know, cannabis and all, but I'm sure there's like a good number that are very anti, right? So would you blame a lot of these conservative old people as well on why until now we're still discussing whether or not to freaking legalize it? I mean, I was hoping by now, you know, in the year 2022, we'd be talking about, oh, can we make, you know, younger people take it? Are we going to leave it at 18 years old? I mean, you know, things like that. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping for us to have, like, discussions about progress. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
in that way, not about should we be progressive. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, somehow, yeah, party. Uh, a lot of uh conservatives uh country natin. Somehow they they can um uh affect uh, the public discussion, uh the public opinion. Um, we do accept na parang yun nga eh, pag sa mga uh, political debate, di ba, parang gauge siya sa stance controversial issue na natatanggap namin na nalilinya siya on other very controversial issues that a lot of conservatives yeah. talagang ano na, <laughs> have a very strong opinion about it. Ano. Um, yeah, partly we agree on that. But uh, ako ang, ang naging experience ko na uh, when I became, ito na, nung when I started uh, uh, very active in this uh, community. Uh, nung nakakausap ko na yung mga mga matatanda na, uh, those from the countryside, mga probinsya na, mga talagang ano. And actually, they're more acceptable. Sila yung nagsasabi na bawal yan, illegal, pero, lagi may ganun eh. Pero, and that pero is, uh, alam nila na may mga benefits uh, yon uh, sa kanila. Um, to share with you, I, I think, uh, three weeks ago, nasa Baler Aurora kami uh, to visit our uh, Medcon Party chapter there. Short in a discussion ako sa kanila. And I, I discovered that uh, meron silang uh, kultura doon that their local fisher folks ay nagdadala ng uh, marijuana sa gitna ng Pacific pag na, nangingisda sila which uh, last isang trip will three to four or five days. So one single trip pupunta sa Pacific and part uh, known use locally uh, known locally na nagdadala yung mga fisher folks ng marijuana para after a hard day work they can relax no sa gitna ng uh, dagat so if imagine those mga anecdotes na if it's not it's not because it uh, dahil illegal siya we can hear a lot of stories like this eh, na uh, parte talaga siya ng uh, kultura natin ngayon because of social media nalalaman natin na really up north yung mga indigenous people talagang uh, gamot sa kanila yan. No? Um, it, it's already unknown to everyone na uh, pag pumunta ka sa mga villages up north, either there's uh, a plantation there or the local community will welcome you at uh, they will offer marijuana because it's a local uh, thing for them. Either for recreationally habang nagko-copy, sasabayan nila to smoke a joint and they will share it. Parang culturally, parte siya ng uh, sa kanila ng pag-share no and uh, we're just talking about uh, marijuana hindi pa natin napag-uusapan yung iba pang mga uh, uh, beliefs nila and mga rituals which involve psychedelics derived from plants and uh, animals no and it, it's really part of uh, yung kultura uh, natin kung eh, babalikan pa natin sa uh, when when uh, Spanish, uh, yung start ng Spanish occupation sa Philippines, isa sa unin nilang uh, tinanggal ay eh, yung mga rituals na meron yung mga babayla natin kasi natatakot sila, hindi nila maintindihan uh, during that time ng mga, uh, ng mga occupier natin. So pinagbawal nila yan. It's, it's known there na during their rituals, eh, they will partake on psychedelic uh, mga plants, no? na, mga substances na derive uh, from plants. So, Pag yung question yung tinatanong sa akin, ready ba yung Pilipinas na illegal siya? Ang like ko sinasagot, nasa atin na siya eh. It's part of our uh, culture eh. Nawala lang siya, pinilit lang sa atin na burahin 
sa memorya natin bilang isang bansa, bilang isang uh, nasyon na masama ang marijuana. Pero marijuana is part no? ng ating uh, 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 pagkakilanlan bilang isang agrikultural uh, uh, na bansa. So yun siya nakakalungkot. No? Kasi um, actually nagsimulang mag-boom, nag-art ang malaking cannabis uh, business sa US nung nagsibalikan yung mga soldiers from Vietnam kasi na-discover nila sa Vietnam na masarap yung uh, uh, local race doon, strain different from what they're getting from Mexico. And it's also the same strain that we have in uh, the Philippines. And now sila yung yeah. kumikita. At ngayon, we're still on the dark uh, period no? ng history uh, regarding on, uh, on cannabis. Yeah, can I just say, like, you know, I always think about this at times. Like when the, like I would w- wish that I could have a time machine and witness like the first ever probably caveman who ate a leaf <laughs> from the market. Like can you imagine like cavemen, right? These guys are like healthy AF, right? They just drink water, they eat very healthy stuff. Then suddenly they eat this leaf and they start, you know, going all second. I mean, I would pay to to see how that would have gone, right? Hey Paolo, actually there's there's a theory on that. It, it's not it uh, yang yang na isip mo um it's not something na parang a dream lang. there's actually a theory on that an anthropological theory no they have this thing na uh, enlightened ng mga uh, parang ape nung una kasi ang sinasabi nila um most likely um i, I hope you're familiar with mushroom no yung psychedelic mushroom yeah, the yeah, one uh, yeah yeah of course it will uh yun pa no maraming medical benefits ang ang ang, ang mushrooms uh, psilocybin uh, it's really good for our brain no um uh, marami siyang uh, ginagawa para sa utak that's why uh, PTSD depression uh, ginagamot ang ang psilocybin mushroom so there's a theory na yung mga sinaunang mga tao noon na mga cavemen na uh, binabanggit most likely one of them ay nakakain ng uh, psychedelic mushroom. And it triggers a lot sa brain niya. Kasi it already exists eh, nung panahon niya eh. Nag-trigger yun sa utak niya ng marami. That's why nakaisip siya ng, uh, ng mga inventions na para sa civilizations niya. And sadly na, unti-unti niya nang niintindihan whatever ang meron sa surroundings niya. Unti-unti na enlighten siya dahil doon sa consumption niya uh, ng mushroom. When I first heard that, sabi ko, yeah, most baka nga, probably, probably. kasi if, if, it's, if the psilocybin mushroom is already there, nag-exist na siya sa nature, and someone, kahit hindi mo alam kung ano yun, pag kinain mo, it really triggers something uh, uh, sa brain mo, most likely, na nangyari nga siya. So it, it, it's actually a theory uh, sa community namin, sa anthropological uh, theory yung uh, binabanggit. For sure. I mean, it's something that I can't, I wouldn't be able to fathom if it didn't happen, right? So, um, we do have a couple of comments here. So, we have one from Carl Ibarra, uh, psychedelics for mental health, um, Astro Roy. That, that's a fun name, okay? Uh, it makes my life more colorful. Salamat sa iyo, marijuana. That, that's a very smart name. Um, from Nico again, while well, I didn't even know that it had deep roots in our pre-colonial culture, and Carly Barra has officially called it Stone Ape Theory. 
There you go. Thank you, Carly uh, Bar. The stoned ape theory. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Very Okay, so with that one, um, uh, Harry, I want to go to go back to something very serious. So with that, no, um, in in this podcast, I had a couple of people who were running for different positions, and I'd say most of them were, you know, pro marijuana, uh, whether it's for both recreational and medical, or sometimes just medical, uh, except for one guy. And I'll talk to you about him after the show. Uh, awful. But anyway, so we do have a new president right now. Um, and honestly, we don't really know much about this person's plans, right? I, th- mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement. Sure. So I guess the question being is, do you think that within this new administration, so that's another six years, so 2028 is our next election for president and whatnot, do you think by then or hopefully before then, we would be able to pass something that would, I guess legalize at least medical marijuana. Um, I'm I'm personally hopeful that uh, something will change uh, within the next three to uh, six years. Um, it, it it I'm really open on who I supported last uh, presidential uh, elections, and uh, unfortunately, um, our presumptive uh, president wala talaga siyang open and uh, public possession on marijuana. Lahat sinasabi lang na hindi, pro siya kasi ganito, ganyan. But wala siyang um, walang, uh, public uh, pronouncement na very clear, no? Kasi siya umatendong debate na tinanong yung mga uh, presidential polls uh, regarding on that. So that, that's one of my fears. No, that's one of uh, my fears, no? Wala siyang public uh, pronouncement. But I'm, I'm hearing a lot na um, he is uh, somewhat uh, supportive on it. Um, but it's up to us now to um, transform that into a policy. Um, that, that's the same problem that we had with uh, President Duterte. A lot of, uh, I, I could say the majority of the uh, community uh, the advocates, marijuana advocates then supported him because he was really open about it. Now, I'm using marijuana, it's a medicine, I will legalize that. And it, 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 ano nga siya, it, it uh, ironic on his uh, position sa drug war, na droga, masama, etc. Patayin ko kayo. At the same time, nag, may mga ganun siyang uh, public uh, pronouncement. Even noong presidente na siya, I think on the first... Yeah, yeah, I remember something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm yeah, using yeah, medical yeah. Mar- I mean, marijuana para magising. Yeah, 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 yeah. Press con, parang ganyan, no? But it doesn't translate to policy change. Um, e- even with that public pronouncement, um, we're still affected and still victimized by the drug war. Um, on the ground, the enforcers and the policemen hindi na sila nagdi-discriminate whether you're marijuana or other drugs. Basta bawal yan, under 9165, sabi ng presidente, drug work of hand, that's it. Pero sa susunod na araw, madidinig mo siya na, oo, oh, gamot, etc. And nakadagdag sa frustration namin when when you check, actually, humarap siya sa mga pasyente sometime three years ago. So a lot of cannabis patients, mga nanay, pumunta sa Malacanang and they accommodated. And sinabi niya, yeah, babaguhin ko yung batas. 
to allow you medicine, to allow it as a medicine. Pero until now, patapos na yung uh, administration niya, walang batas na nabago, walang any administrative uh, effort uh, to relax the rules, and still the drug wars still happening, no? Uh, on the ground uh, regularly, still uh, accept inquiries uh, regarding paghingi ng tulong. Uh, on the current administration, medyo may pagtingin ako, like yung sinasabi, whoever will be the next president definitely will not continue the brand of drug war of the Duterte administration. Unless he wants that brand then. Na mga matay tao ako na I don't care about uh, human rights uh, sort of thing. I believe there will be a change. Um, either on the minimum, they will not continue that brand, uh, that that style, yung talagang, uh, talagang iron fist na pagpapatupad ng batas. Pero they will continue. Or, um, hopefully, current admin, si uh, presumptive president, will really be active, no? Nagawin yung priority bill na mabago yung batas. Another thing, uh, maganda yung prospect natin sa Senate kasi nabanggit naman na ni um, uh, ni Nico kanina sa comment no ang si Senator uh, Tito Soto ang ang main author ng 9165 which is the main law na uh, challenge nagcha-challenge sa aming lahat and uh, may mga nakausap kaming mga senators or at least their staff na they're inclined to file a bill pero out of respect no na because is the Senate President, outgoing Senator, uh, etc. Eh, hindi nila ma-file or nagdadalawang isip i-file ngayon. And he is effectively talaga blocking all attempts sa Senate. No? Any any movement sa DDB, magsasalita si Senator Soto. No, it's not allowed, etc. No? Any movement sa Congress, for example, he will be uh, against it. Um, last Congress na ipasa naman yung proposal sa lower house so hopefully maipasa ulit siya uh, the following congress ano uh, ay, again with Tito Soto pala there, there may 3 years na wala siya sa Senate no the next time na pwede siyang tumakbo ulit is after 3 years so medyo merong window na um, hindi siya makakapag-influence sa mga senators and we, we will maximize uh, that window ako before election Sinasabi ko rin na nagkamali ako dito. Uh, former politics aside, uh, former President uh, Gloria Macapagal-Arroyo will be back sa Congress. And actually, she actually won no? sa kanyang uh, district. And I thought she will be the next uh, Speaker of the House. And during her speakership, three years ago, 16th Congress, naipasa yung medical cannabis bill. And talagang sinuportahan niya. Sinasabi niya that time, open and uh, publicly, na, na talaga nagsisibig siya is using cannabis as a medicine at that time. Kaya naipasa. I, I thought she will she will be the next Speaker of the House again. And sabi ko, baka ma-maximize din yung uh, opportunity na yon para ibalik yung support. But apparently mukhang um, uh, something happened, uh, so hindi na siya yung uh, lumabas na president. But, but malaki yung prospect, if, if you will ask me. Um, uh, maganda yung kinakaharap yung opportunity that window of opportunity na bumubukas for the drug policy reform um, na meron uh, sa atin. So um, we will maximize that and we will uh, utilize that uh, that window of opportunity para 
makapag-legislate tayo or at least uh, something uh, set something in place regarding uh, access to it as a medicine. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get your hopes up because I expect a lot of like Game of Thrones type stuff to happen in the next few years. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, you know, let's just be there to enjoy the ride. Uh, hopefully, it will be <laughs> enjoyable. Then um, Nico commented that because a while ago, remember when you mentioned that um, the current president said he uses it and things like that. So Nico said, honestly, it's disgusting when politicians feign support for legalization just to get the progressive vote, especially when people are suffering from lack of access to it. Then he also said, uh, I guess this is an endorsement. Um, let's go, Senator Risa. She was the only one who tried to file it in the 17th Congress in the Senate. So I want to ask, and I'm not sure if you're allowed to, to say this, no. but with the current list of senators, God save us, um, that we have, aside from Risa Ontiveros and Nick Zubiri, who I know are both um, allies when it comes to medical marijuana, are there others that you know of? that are you know who could be potential allies um i'm, I'm not sure if i can mention there actually senator Risa is one uh isa siya sa, yung office niya yung isa sa nag uh nag-coordinate even sa amin, even before even before the election and uh in attempt nga namin sana na makapag-file before uh, the election kasi hindi nga rin nakaya. Uh, uh, but uh, that's the problem right now, yung opposition, medyo konflik uh, siya uh, sa Senate. But I think um, the issue on marijuana, medyo ano siya, tatalon siguro siya. Sana tumalon siya, hindi siya very uh, party line uh, specific uh, na maging uh, policy. So mas personal yun sa thing. I know lang na mahihirapan doon sa ilang mga former ng mga, for example, si Bato de la Rosa, baka Senator de la Rosa, baka tutulan niya yan because natin siyang police officer despite the fact na inamin niyang nagmarawani siya before um, sa kanyang Boy Abunda interview. So, for sure, he will be really again it because uh, sila yung nag-implement ng tonghang. That's one uh, I can say. But we're really hopeful with uh, uh, Senator Risa nga sana sana uh, makatulungan na uh, makapag-file uh, kasi that, that's one thing na hindi pa nagagawa ng movement wala pang nag-file sa Senate um yung naipasa sa Congress yung bill wala nang time para maipile siya sa Senate at maghanap ng uh, ng sponsor so now yun yung isa uh, uh, sa gagawin natin and correct din si Nico na ako ko naiinis rin ako personally nung election kino-call out ko yung mga politician all of a sudden lalabas that they're supporting of this issue because it's popular among the masses, etc. Uh, pero reality on the ground, uh, hindi naman yun yung it doesn't reflect the policy uh, that they have. So I'm calling out some of these uh, politicians. Kasi again, um, it, it's becoming a mainstream issue. It's becoming really, really popular. No? Pop-culture uh, pa lang. Pop-culture pa lang. No? I mean, a lot of brands, a lot of small businesses that it, they can't deny that it's cannabis um, influence, pero uh, kumikita, etc. And ayun nga, a lot of uh, mga politicians, no? Yung, well, tapos naman na election, eh, so sa mga nagtutu-joins, two-joins nung last election, pero I know a lot of uh, uh, 
uh, clients sa uh, mga communities nila na mga hinuhuli and rights were uh, being violated no when they enforce uh, drug policies so and uh pag tinanong nung tinanong naman siya talagang deny siya ng deny na i never use it no parang diring derision on one interview so what's the point of using that reference to entice the people but parang sobra yung personal na pandidirin mo on that particular use no but uh, you know politicians but uh, we're smart already no yun yung sabi ko sa mga um, sa mga uh, sa community no wag na nating hayaang maduterte tayo no i mean patawarin natin ang sarili natin na naloko tayong lahat na Duterte will be our guide that will uh, legalize this but uh, yeah biglang talagang tayo naman yung uh, naging uh, victim ng policy niya so yeah can i just say um just to because of how much of a tita i was uh, that i am actually when that particular politician was doing this I thought that was his version of the peace sign because, you know, one person kept using the peace sign, right? I had no idea what this meant. I was like, okay, so you're just trying to copy the other person. So then someone explained, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. that's what and, it meant. And it's very popular. I mean, among the I, masses. I, I guess it's, I'm it's a... It's really popular. I guess I'm uh, a... And he asked her, it's because that's way of my communication to the people, the pang masa. Uh, what's the point? Eh, you know, there are many things that are not because of that reference that I used. But man, I, I felt like such an old person that when they had to explain <laughs> it to me. Like, I was like, oh, so that man. <laughs> like, I've never seen it in my life, you know. I was like, what? Oh, that is so weird. Like, why do you do that? Very niche and specific <laughs> in our community. <laughs> yeah, and I tried Googling it. I was like, what does it mean when you put your pinky finger up and your <laughs> first google didn't understand what i was trying to say right <laughs> oh my god okay so um but yeah uh henry just awesome uh you know having you here thank you for sharing your time your wisdom and all that i do hope um in the future you know i get to have you here and we can actually talk about legalizing it in terms of um recreational <laughs> i hope it's not 2028 i'll be 36 by then i'll be so old but I mean, <laughs> it'll be my thing but yeah uh before we let you go um i guess my i have one last question for you so i guess what would you say to those who are on the fence when it comes to my one in general whether it's um medical or recreational like what's your message to them about Maybe it's time to choose a side. So, yeah. Um, uh, for those na doubtful pa or uh, really uh, misinformed regarding uh, the issue on marijuana, first, uh, like I said, it's a medicine. Uh, uh, if you need proof, uh, if you need living proof, no, uh, I can refer you to people who can talk uh, freely saying you on how they're uh, sila or uh, currently ay uh, tinutulungan sila sa kanilang uh, mga conditions or illnesses no as a, as a medicine as a supplement no uh, it's a medicine and uh, tumatalon kami sa argument na all use is actually medicinal no um the, the actual use of smoking it in raw form after a hard day of work is actually medicinal for you para makarelax ka at makatulog ka nang maayos at magising ka bukas you all uh, feel energized uh, again. Secondly, walang masama po uh, uh, sa marijuana. Uh, not because it's not for you. Uh, it's right para sa inyo po na sabihin na hindi siya para, dapat siyang ipagbawal sa lahat. No? 
we agree na it's not for everyone. We always have that one friend na hindi maganda yung experience nung nag-edible sila, hindi sila na-high nung nag-smoke sila or hindi talaga nag-running sila na paranoid na sila. Um, we accept that as a fact. It's not for everyone. But um, let's allow those na uh, para sa kanila. Uh, yun yung uh, ano sa kanila. Uh, Duktong sa buhay nila. Mga kapagpagaling, mga kapagpalunas ng kanilang uh, uh, condition. And by that, people who use marijuana are not criminal. No? Uh, I mean, batas lang po yung nagsasabi na masasama po kaming mga taong uh, nagpo-consume um, ng marijuana. If not for, if not for uh, the law, saying na masama kami and uh, it's bad for us. Marami pong magpapatunay at lalabas na magsasabi na uh, maganda po siya. No? And uh, ayun po. Uh, uh, yun, um, I hope na um, you support po if you agree. At uh, gusto nyo pong tumulong, you can follow a lot of uh, our shows. Socials, Medcan Party po, uh, uh, Kana Legal, uh, PH for uh, legal uh, updates then uh, regarding marijuana. Uh, Great. Actually, I was going to ask you to do some plugins after, but you did it already. Well, <laughs> Jenny, thank you again so much. I really appreciate your time. You're you're a wonderful guest. And I do hope next time we have you here, we or we would actually be progressive as a country. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Anytime, Paolo. Yeah, anytime. I'm really proactive ako on discussing it on a human rights point of view. Because natanggap we and understand it, madali na nating matatalon yung iba pang mga social issues eh. And uh, it's really important na other so- human rights and social issues. And we're also aware of it. Sabi ko nga sa nila, imagine legal yung marijuana pero contractual yung mga manggagawa mo. Imagine a country oh, na we have on that. That's not a sign of a very progressive <laughs> country. No? Yeah. So dapat sabayan nating and very uh, proactive on other uh, social issues as well. Definitely. Well, Henry, thank you again so much uh, to our viewers and listeners on Spotify tomorrow. Uh, Iglap will be back next week. Until then, stay safe. Goodbye, Henry. Thank you again. Thanks, Paul.